0: At long last, I am able to say a few words of my own. Read my lips. Government no is not the solution to our
1: problems.
0: Sounds pretty good. Morning, Maggie. In America,
1: look big bird. Yes, we yeah. have.
0: Government so really is the problem.
1: Good evening, and welcome to a conservative and a liberal walk into a bar. My name is Matt, and I'm a liberal.
0: My name's Tim, and I'm conservative.
1: We have an outstanding show for you this week. It's been huge. It's going to be great. We're going to talk. They did th- They did this This. This thing the, in, in Iowa where, where they picked people. It's called a caucus. It's a little weird. And they flipped coins in the end to decide the winners. But uh, we'll talk about that later. We've got uh, debate stuff, some interesting things out of eastern Kentucky, little look at conservatism and what it's up to today round of applause wtf and a new segment we're going to call read this not that but getting to all of that momentarily in the meantime how are you my friend
0: i'm great man it's just been an exciting political week so lots of lots of stuff to watch lots of stuff to read and yeah enjoyed it what about you how are you doing
1: yeah, it's been been big big fun yeah I've, I've, I've actually had a really good time with this this week so uh, yeah you know I'm um, well can't uh, can't complain I'm ready to ready to knock this thing out so uh, I I have no massive interesting personal thing to discuss let's just talk politics so uh, as I mentioned before uh, Iowan's did a thing on uh, on Tuesday or was it Monday? Did I do caucuses? When was it? Was it Monday or Tuesday? I think it was Monday, but I could be full of it. I have no idea. Am I, really? Am I that far removed from it? I don't even remember when it was. I it's, don't it's remember what it was
0: now either. I guess it doesn't matter. matter.
1: Well, at some point this week, Iowans got together and picked people. Actually, I think it was Monday. Um, so, uh, yeah. I mean, just uh, it, it really a fascinating sort of thing on, on all fronts. But in my mind... I wasn't terribly surprised by a lot of it. Uh, I, was supr- I was surprised. I was surprised that Rubio Rubio was really enthusiastic. Like, did you see his speech? Yeah, he really he felt like a big winner, and I think he should have. Didn't you think he went a little over the top, though? I mean, like, he he rolled out literally stealing lines from Obama's acceptance speech. Borderline word for word in a couple of places uh, in 2009. And I, I just wanted to point out, like, I, you know, but, but Barack won. Uh, Marco came in third. Well, uh, you know, there's still a, let's call a spade a spade here. I mean, uh, you, you know, you didn't win the caucus. He came in third. But still, you know, I I mean, I guess, uh, you know, the whole they said we couldn't do it sort of thing. And I'm going, well, you know, actually, a lot of people said you were going to do it. A lot of people said you were going to finish in third.
0: Well, I mean, even though they said third, though, not almost tied with Donald Trump for second.
1: Fair. Totally fair. No,
0: I mean, there's Uh, no way around the fact that this was huge. This was Rubio's big coming out party. Uh, I'm even uh, pretty much at this point, switching my loyalty from Kasich to, crew, for, to from Kasich to Rubio. Um, oh, wow. I, I mean, this is, this, this is what we have to do, right? So I would have preferred for the establishment to rally around Kasich. I would have preferred this, but you know what? We have momentum here with Rubio virtually tying Donald Trump. Let's do it. Kasich, you're done. Everybody else, you're done. Rally around the Rubio. Finished.
1: Rubio is is no uh, dude, dude. Rubio is Ted Cruz. He is Rubio Ted Cruz. Is not, and he no, is, no, Rubio no, is Ted Cruz. He is Ted no. Cruz in sheep's clothing. Dude, I'm I'm, no. I'm, I'm telling you. He is he, no. He, he is. is not a Ted Cruz in sheep's clothing. And he clothing. hasn't done shit. He hasn't done a thing. Nothing. He has nothing to show for what he's done in the Senate, other than abandon it and just. Basically, say you know what I, I really want this job, Florida. Make me a senator, and then you get to the Congress and become a senator. And you go, you know what? I don't like this job. I'm going to go get another job. So take your job and shove it, I mean, Florida. What
0: are you expecting him to have done? He's only been in the Senate for show what? up and vote on stuff. Well, for he one. has voted on stuff. We already went over this in another show. He has voted the same amount that Barack Obama voted when he was running.
1: Yeah, which wasn't enough either wow
0: okay well i mean what do i respond to that with then you know the only the only senator who who was running who also made a really impressive show of showing
1: up for votes was rand paul he's not
0: running anymore there you go
1: rest indeed you know that's an outstanding point rest in peace the rand paul campaign rest in peace the rick santorum campaign the mike huckabee campaign and our personal favorite the martin o'malley campaign
0: yeah, I was sad to we, see him go.
1: Yeah, we Deuces. we we hardly knew you, all of you. But uh, you know what? I, I saw an interesting thing from no. Uh, well, Van. Rand Paul.
0: Like I said, I like like I started this campaign not liking Rand Paul. Now I like Rand Paul. So his presidential campaign won him my vote for him in the Senate. So good job. What were you gonna say? It's
1: Gray. No, you know, Yeah, no, even it's Gray. Well, okay.
0: as of right now, <laughs> now who knows what's gonna happen? Because I do like Jim Gray. I like Jim Gray a lot. Uh, but you know, I mean, I have to love the Democrat and hate the Republican, right? Like, I mean, yeah. so if I like the Republican, but I love the Democrat, I'm, I'm going to vote for the Republican, you know, if nothing else, just because of the pro-life factor, you know? So.
1: Well, yeah, you know, and, and it's fair to use those things as tie as tiebreakers, you mm-hmm. know, which that I think that that's, yeah, no, that's totally fair. Uh, instead of just walking in and pushing the Republican button because of pro-life and pro-life only, uh, to look at it and go, well, I like these guys about equally. This one is, you know, on on this one issue, so that tilts the scales. That's totally fair. Um, the uh, uh, yeah, the uh, there was a Van. What is his name? Van uh, Davis? Maybe I don't know. He's a he, he's a former liberal. Uh, I, I I think I don't know. I think he's some kind of headhunter. But anyway, he's a he's a he's a commentator on on CNN, and he was talking about uh, the the O'Malley campaign ending and and Huckabee's campaign ending. And he said, you know what? The fact of the matter is, is that Martin O'Malley's been out here for 18 months, and it has to be heartbreaking to him. He's worked really hard, and he got like four votes. You know? Yeah. Uh, he just didn't the even move the needle. No, he yeah. didn't even move the needle at all. Uh, there was one guy on the Republican ticket, the guy from the the uh, from Virginia, the former governor of Virginia, his name's Jim something or other. A vague memory I don't of him. his last name. He got twelve. Yeah, votes. yeah, twelve. But and he I'm not talking like about twelve delegates. I'm talking about twelve votes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all over the state.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. You know, I mean, that just, you know, and O'Malley, I'm sure got more than that, but it was, it was awful to watch the, like, they'd be walking around with cameras at the, uh, at the caucus sites and uh, they'd be saying, okay, if you're caucusing for Sanders, it'd be on this side and Hillary would be on this side. And then at the other end of the room, they would be, and that's where the O'Malley people would go.
0: <laughs> if they existed.
1: <laughs> because yeah. Just
0: this empty section of seats.
1: Well, you know, you had to feel bad for him, but anyway, the Van Davis's point was, you know what? He's like, you know what? I'm 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 a liberal. I don't agree with a thing Mike Huckabee says, but I've I've been around him a lot on on the campaign trail the last few years, and here in Iowa, and I've been around Martin O'Malley, and I've been around Rick Santorum. He's like, these are all really nice people, and. I, I, I would never have voted for any of them for president but I am sorry to see them go because it's been a pleasure to be around them that's nice I you know and and again just not the kind of thing you really hear a lot of and and I was you know it was just it was a nice thing to hear so um, I, I was I was very very impressed by that uh, thoughts on 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 okay so so Cruz wins right and and the Donald is is in second. He's very much in the lead in New Hampshire, like by a lot. But yeah, one thing but that's that going down. Out,
0: it's going well, down. One,
1: one of the things that I want to point out, that was something that you pointed out to me about a month ago, was that you told me straight out that you thought Cruz had the ground game to win Iowa, I least. did. I and did. I that said was it. exactly what did it. And boom. Yeah. 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 So... Do you still think? Now you said fairly declaratively, two weeks in a row, you thought it was the Donald. That Trump
0: is the nominee. Trump yeah. is
1: the nominee. We have you on record. Is that? I've said. Let's this. pretend for a second that you get your you get your wish at this point, and and the entire establishment rallies around Rubio. Uh, does Rubio take him down? I, I
0: think Rubio is a fantastic chance if the entire establishment rallies around him. You know, as of right now, Christy and Bush are doing everything they can to take him down. Um, you know, and it, 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 it is third is another third place good enough for Rubio. You know, I don't know uh, if it's Kasich above Rubio. Maybe if it's Cruz above Rubio. I, I don't know. It gets
1: well, it gets tricky. Now, according now, according to data, now you've got Rubio running in second place as of today okay with Cruz fighting for third. Okay. And the difference between the two it was well within the margins. In you know really you go from Rubio on down at about 17 18 on down to Bush at mm-hmm. about 10. And you've got four guys in Cruz, Rubio, Kasich and Bush all within the margin of error for second
0: place. Well, and we all um, saw the polls be wrong with Iowa cuz Trump was still supposed to win Iowa. And he didn't. Know, very, yeah, lose. very true. He lost by a chunk.
1: But polling is different in Iowa because of the caucus process. Yeah. It doesn't always work the same way because you can't, you know, it's not like, it's not like, uh, it's, it's not like in New Hampshire where it's an election, right? You know, you, you show up and you vote, you have from eight to six or however long the polls are open to do it. You've got all Mm -hmm. day. Whereas with the caucusing, you got to show, I mean, you got to be there at this appointed time for a couple of hours, at least, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and do your thing. So uh, it's, it's a different, you know, it's a different ball game.
0: Um, it is. That's right. It is a from different the ball standpoint game. of how
1: it works. So, uh, you know, and again, there was always the evangelical question of, uh, you know, um, how well Trump was going to play with that, but he seemed to uh, maybe kind of turn that around, but you know, yeah, I mean, trump take did take
0: shockingly away. well with evangelicals. I don't understand how any evangelical votes for him. But that's beyond me. I don't
1: get it. Uh, but, yeah, I think. Yeah, after trot, trot, you know, trotting around wife number three.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, like, really? Really? It's that easy now to just say, hey, I'm a Christian. It's really important to me. What? Come on. Anyway, um, Rubio has a chance. I still say Trump is our nominee.
1: Fair enough. I I, I, don't, I definitely I don't, think I don't, I don't he has a better chance think. than
0: Cruz. I, I don't I don't think Cruz has a chance.
1: No, I, I don't either. Um because I don't think Cruz is Cruz is just a weasel. I don't know that I have anything else to say about that. But the okay. the, the thing for me is that I mean, I don't think I I don't think Cruz has a prayer. Because I think that Cruz and Trump from a, an ideology standpoint are just interchangeable. And honestly, I think Rubio is too. I think Rubio is just as interchangeable with those two no ideology standpoint
0: i I do not
1: what is that what is that based on what you've said this. it's based on watching every single one of these debates i've watched all of these people on stage together and i see those three basically spouting the same crap in different tones of voice it's all uh if i hear and i and i gotta tell you i'm gonna drive to wherever rubio is is sleeping If he's actually, if he says Hillary Clinton is is disqualified from being the president one more time, I'm going to drive there and poke him in the face. Yeah,
0: but that's not an issue. That's that's an annoying, you know. Yeah, but it's irritating, and I want him to stop. It is irritating, but I mean, the Democrats are starting to pick up their rhetoric against the Republicans. So I mean, come on. But it's
1: not the same thing. They just just can't pick one out
0: because there's nine of them.
1: (laughs) The Democrats don't finish every sentence with, I mean, the Republicans will start to say something. And they'll say, I want to, you know, I think we need to go in and we need to we need to kick ISIS's ass or uh, I'm against abortion or I'm uh, against raising taxes. Take any one of those sentences and then tack on because Barack Obama is a bad person and we have to beat him or because Hillary Clinton is a bad person and we have to beat her or because Bernie Sanders is crazy you, they they t- it's like they pick the front end of one and the back end of the other sentence and just combine them every time uh. they always end with the same thing and you know what you don't I know you don't agree with me on this but I, w- I was watching CNN tonight they had one of uh, they had a, a tea party commentator uh, who was involved in the Trump campaign who said, that effectively exactly what I've been saying, she said that, that that Republicans need to need to basically get their heads out of their butts and look at the fact that the Democrats had a fantastic night last night that they had a wonderful debate about policy, and that it's not happening in any of the Republicans' debates at all, and one of the things that she pointed to is that there's just too damn many of them on stage to really get down to anything
0: I think that's a very and I do think that
1: that's part of, I think that's a big part of it. Um, and she wants a lot of, I mean, her basic point was that she wants a lot of these people to get out of the way, but she was echoing everything I've been saying throughout all of these, every single one of these debates. And when, uh, the only ones that I hear talk differently than Cruz, Rubio, Trump are Kasich and Bush, and they can't get a word in edgewise at all. Well, Bush gets plenty um,
0: of words in and he just kind of stutters his way through them.
1: Well... Well, he's trying.
0: He's trying. Poor little guy. His mom came out and cheered him on yesterday. Oh, bless Super her heart. sweet. Uh, I, I should he, vote for him now because his mom likes him.
1: Uh, he uh, Well, and I mean, it's Barb. He trotted out Barb. I mean, I, come on. How could you not love that?
0: Well, I, I, who doesn't love Barbara Bush? But, I mean, uh, well, now who doesn't love Barbara Bush? Plenty of people didn't like her before. But, I, I mean, yeah, uh, sure. Barbara Bush, great. But... How do I don't. I don't know. You're done, Jeb. You're done. had a up, really funny. Go home. Give your war chest away to someone who actually has a chance to win the election.
1: His campaign had a really funny tweet about the fact that that Trump Trump went to a thing and went home to New York to sleep, and then because of the weather, couldn't get back into New Hampshire today, uh, and had to cancel like a couple of appearances in a rally or something, and the Bush the Bush crew uh, tweeted out. Well, my 90 year old mother managed to make it out into New Hampshire. Today. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. So uh, switching gears last night and actually the night before we had, we had two very interesting uh, democratic. Uh, well, I mean the Democrats caucus too, and it was close. Super so, close, and it was super close. Closest I, thing of all time. I, 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 okay, I don't know that that means as much as I, uh, I, I, I just don't. Do you? I mean, do, do you think the fact that, it, I mean, I, I think Bernie has had a surge lately. It's not surprising that he he had a bit of a surge and, and made it. Well, close.
0: I know that no presidential candidate has ever lost both Iowa and New Hampshire and are going on to win.
1: He's not going to lose New Hampshire. Yep. No, he's not. I mean, he's just not. I mean, no. Hillary, the best that Hillary can hope for can't is same, do nothing. So I is don't know. It, it's
0: really interesting. I, I think there's a real chance. I've been saying this from forever. There's a real chance of Trump versus Sanders. Are there a lot of other things that could happen? Yeah, of course. There's lots of other things that could happen. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think there's a strong chance that we'll see Trump versus Sanders. So I, I think we am not I'm not denying that. I, I would have been much all. happier. You know, I would have loved to see Clinton or Bush or Clinton or Kasich. I would have felt like this was kind of a win-win. Same way I felt with McCain or Obama. You know, I I kind of felt win-win with that one. You know, uh, and and it, it would have been the same. Now I kind of feel a little bit like lose-lose. Except that I, I don't mind Bernie. I don't mind Bernie. There's things that I strongly dislike, but I, I don't mind him. I could live with Bernie uh, Sanders for president.
1: Could you live with Bernie over Hillary?
0: As in, I, would, I wouldn't I would vote for Bernie over Hillary, but could I live with him? Yeah.
1: Could you live with Hillary? I think is what I'm saying.
0: For president? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: That's a hands down for me. Like, I I would be downright pleased for, to see a Hillary Clinton as president. You know, aside from, you know, obviously, well, I like Sanders more than I like Cruz or uh, Cruz or Trump, um, Rubio or Sanders? I think I like Rubio. Rubio or Hillary? I, I'm gonna have to really look. I'm gonna have to do some serious searching because the downside with Hillary, again, you know, the pro life factor is a huge thing for me. This is big.
1: It is, you uh, know. Uh, all due respect, yeah. they
0: everyone's talking about. Ooh, this next one's gonna elect three Supreme Court justices. Hey, we get a pro life guy in there. This could be it. Well, we we could overturn Roe v. Wade.
1: But so maybe I gotta, maybe not, I gotta really take
0: that into account.
1: who are you know, we need to talk about that another time because I wanna know I wanna know who they're talking about leaving.
0: I am fascinated you know, they, by this as well, but because that's the I, I keep don't because I don't trust I know
1: they do, but I mean, do you really think that if Donald Trump is elected president or Ted Cruz or Marco Rubio that Ruth Ginsburg is gonna go, Well now I gotta go. I, mean, <laughs> I think unless she they're might expect- die. <laughs> unless they're expecting her croak. <laughs> but, I mean, she's pretty healthy. She still gives interviews and makes public appearances. I mean, it's not like she's hiding.
0: Yeah, we're talking and about, about possible eight years, though, man. That's a long time.
1: Well, this is true. Look you at know, poor President
0: yeah. Obama. Like, seeing the, like, the videos of him from 2008, you're just like,
1: oh, man. Well, oh, and, man, man I got to tell you, the, vi- the, videos of, <laughs> the videos of, you know what? Hillary has aged a lot. In the last eight years, I didn't. I mean, granted, you know, she's pushing seventy at this point, but she looked really young. I thought for especially considering that she was almost sixty mm-hmm. uh, when I yeah. looked at. They, yeah. they were playing footage of right. the two thousand eight debates uh, with Obama last night, and I thought, man, she's aged quite a bit. You know, I mean, and so is Obama. Don't get me wrong. You know, he has. Yeah, it's definitely like, damn, dude. Um. You know, uh, but, anyways, uh, the so the Democrats did their caucus thing. They've also gotten their debate on quite a lot in the last couple of days. Had a very interesting town hall Wednesday night with CNN, MSNBC had a debate last night, both of which I was riveted by. I thought they were great discussions. Um, there are eno- I I I cannot say enough about about what I've seen out of Hillary in the last couple of days. Because she is, to me, a complete... Everything that was wrong with her candidacy in 2008, she's fixed, for the most part. There are certain things where she can be a little bit of a lawyer and sound a little bit condescending. That's just Hillary Clinton, you know, and she just that's just Hillary doing Hillary. But for the most part, she's really engaged. I really liked the way that she... Tried to pin down Sanders in a couple of spots last night. That got heated overall.
0: That definitely got heated. But then I, you see liked, wound up at the end. I, I like the enough is enough. Just say it, because I, I I liked it because he does. He keeps what Bernie Sanders does keep hitting on that same thing with her over and over again, but he doesn't come around and say it. And he does talk all the time about wanting to run a positive campaign. So I and I, it, I really and it is where innuendo. She was coming from they there. may
1: yeah, they may well have booed that moment, but that but it is innuendo. He's implying this stuff. Yeah, I could have at least got booed for that for calling him out. I couldn't either. What the hell?
0: Yeah, I was really I was really surprised. By it. Yeah, I'm not enjoying the way that I see progressive treating Hillary any more than I'm enjoying the way Republicans do. But with Republicans is kinda of like, well duh. Okay. But the the way that progressives are treating her, I, I think is monumentally unfair, uh, considering the the decades of service that she's put into that party. did by all accounts, by all accounts, even Republican accounts, you know, we get in we get amnesia when, when when elections come about. But even by Republican accounts, we liked her as a senator. She was known. As a as a reaching across the aisle, let's get things done kind of person, when she was Secretary of State, she got nonstop compliments from Republicans until Benghazi and election years.
1: Well, because that was right about the time that they started talking about right her as about being unbeatable. Time. Yeah, you know, early in twelve when people started doing that. Okay, let's do that crazy early look at twenty sixteen, mm-hmm. and. I think already at that point Republicans were going. We got to do something. Yeah, and and
0: that's the like she's and so and and so obviously Republicans were trying to figure out a way to beat her, but progressives, what are you doing? Why are you trying to tear down this this pretty fantastic member person of your party who has done nothing but demonstrate a pretty. Excellent competence, you know, I strongly disagree with Hillary Care, but it was the same, you know, it was for the same reason that I don't like the Affordable Care Act, you know, because it's employer based. That's the only thing that I don't like, you know, but good for her that she was trying to make it happen back in 93, even if I disagreed with the way she was doing it. Um, yeah, so I, I was I've been I'm, I'm pretty annoyed with the, the Democratic progressive side right now. And what was with did you get sick? Of all the progress, you know, who's more progressive or she for you, who's a moderate?
1: Did you get sick of all oh, that? For, oh, my God. Yes. What was that? I Well, look, it's another door that he opened because he can say all he wants that he's not saying that, but he's saying it in that. Well, I'm not saying, but I'm just saying, you know, kind of. Well, and because he did start it. I mean, he came right out and said he can't be a moderate. He can't be a progressive. She was a progressive, moderate yesterday. Today, she's a progressive. This is crap. It is absolute crap. And it's the same litmus test BS that the Tea Party tries to imply on has attempted to imply on the Republican Party. It, it absolutely. is it, the exact. The it was like party. listening to Republicans talk about crap. real
0: conservatives.
1: It was. And I mean, I'm glad that they got off it and they managed to move on. Yeah. It really fell off the
0: rails. But it was,
1: yeah. Oh, it was weird. Mom and dad were fighting, but you know, but at the, at the same time, it just, it just just on and on and on. And it's like, would you just quit? This is, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You're talking about two people that agree on 90% of the issues that are out there. They're going to, and you know, they're going to take the same side on. And, Uh, it's, it's all about approaches, but this progressive stuff, this is why to me, this is why Bernie's a problem. I, 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 I like Bernie. Bernie's funny. The Larry David thing at the end of, 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 of his town hall. The other day, that was was hilarious. I'm about (laughs) freaking fell over. That was great. I mean, and, and he's, and he's, and he's right to hit on the things that he's hitting on. But you know, with the with with the the you know the uh, oligarchy thing and, and the, the billionaire class and, and uh, income inequality, he's he's right on that needs to be addressed. But you know, you just it's it, it's it's the democratic version of Ted Cruz.
0: Okay, that's it's a that little harsh. <laughs>
1: same angle, but it's the same angle. Ted Cruz is way the hell over to the right, and Bernie is way the hell over to the left.
0: True. And but Cruz does do the whole "I'm the only real conservative." Anyone who voted for amnesty, crap. So
1: yeah, he does. And you know. and you know, it's I don't know. I got. I mean, I've, I've got some thoughts about that. We'll get it because frankly, that is my WTF moment of the week. But
0: now, in fairness, yeah. now to turn it around. Clinton needs to stop with these half-truths about Sanders and raising taxes. Like, because they, they well, talk but about... but are they? Uh, yeah.
1: The, the, because, it, I mean, how else is he going to pull all this ha-
0: off? It, the ha- well, raising... No, well, he's definitely going to raise taxes. But the raising taxes on the poor and the middle class. That's the thing.
1: No, Bernie wouldn't do that.
0: Bernie, well, but because Bernie does, right? He does with, with his Medicaid plan. And he does... Uh, he does with the Medicaid plan. I'm pretty sure he does with his paternity leave plan because he wants to raise payroll taxes, right? But.
1: Which is going to yank more money out of my pocket. Which is
0: going to yank more money out of your pocket. But if you are, like, the, now again, for you, you're just you know a little screwed, sorry.
1: But. Go ahead. Go ahead. Cushy government job.
0: Yeah, right, 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 exactly. But for the majority of people out there who pay premiums, they are going to pay. So much less because he's just talking about like a 2.2 percent increase, right? But if you are already paying premium, but you're not going to pay a premium anymore, that's going to be gone. Oh yeah 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 right. And then I think if he's talking about universal Medicare for all, then I think that's going to be a huge boost. So a huge boost for businesses because he's going to. That means that your business is no longer be going to be your government basically is never going is no longer going to be paying for your health care so it actually probably means a wage increase for you because you got to remember that if if your employer is paying for your health care then they're paying at least an extra $6,000 a year that you're never getting
1: trust me they're not going to put it back in my pocket if that happens <laughs>
0: <laughs> some places would maybe not the government Um, no, they won't, but, um, but yeah, so that, so that's what, and that's what, that's what I mean by she's telling a half truth. She's like, he's going to raise your taxes, but she's leaving out the whole part about all the money he's going to save you.
1: By Did she actually say that last night? Because I mean, I heard her say a lot of times that, you know, how are you going to do this? How are you really going to pay for all this?
0: I I thought Um, she did last night. I've certainly heard that. Uh, in,
1: in the, you know, the rhetoric before. So
0: that that's, that's a little bit, that's she did. No, she did. I do. I remember she did. She said that in the debate. So, and so she, yeah, she needs, she needs to cut that out. Cause that, that's not fair.
1: Well, and I think that she would do some good if she would, if she can find them, release the really just release the transcripts of whatever it was she said to Goldman Sachs. Well, okay. Why, it. what, why is this a Go big ahead. deal? Why is this a big deal? Because he's making it a big deal, but. And because for some reason people are buying into it because they're naive enough to believe that she's dumb enough to go into a room that is entirely bipartisan. That is that is like any it's what I don't care if it's for Golden Sachs or if it's for 7-Eleven. You walk into a room of employees. You are finding a broad spectrum of people with with beliefs all over the map. You're going to go in and do inspirational stuff. You're not talking policy. You're and going in. And they
0: asked. want to know about the, what's going on in the world. She was the Secretary of State, and I get that she got paid a lot.
1: And a former Secretary of State at that. It's not like she did it while she was sitting. Truth. And then also, and they all do it. Yeah. And why were they mad about her response?
0: Everyone made her as if her response was callous and uncaring. What?
1: It was hilarious because they're did trying they, to find because they're trying to find something. Ha ha! Uh-huh. It was funny as hell again, I loved it. I thought it was, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, and the look on her face was very much a, well, I mean, duh. You <laughs> yeah. Know. I, I mean, it, it, it was, yeah, but I, I think it's, it's these people that are dead set. And the thing that, that, that in intrigues me is that it's very much like the way people that were for Barack turned on her in 2008. Only in 2008, they kind of had a point. Now they don't have a point for the most part, but it's the same crowd. I mean, look at, look who, who did Obama draw in? Obama drew in the young crowd in 2008. He turned out the youth vote. She couldn't do it. Bernie is turning out the youth vote. And so far she hasn't been able to do it. Now let's talk. He's not turning. I don't know if they're turning out in the same numbers that they did in 2008, but so far that's what he's doing.
0: Well, and that points us to the whole thing. Everyone talks about Bernie's electability. Right? There is a part of me that honestly feels like Bernie will do better in a general election than Hillary Clinton.
1: I don't I don't think so because I think and the reason I don't think so is because I think that the Democrats will be able to turn out their base simply based on who the Republicans put up.
0: But what, what I'm saying is Bernie look look at Bernie doesn't get out the base. Not only does Bernie get out the base, he gets out all the millennials i mean look at the sort of i mean he talks about it all the time look at the people who are donating to him look at the the sheer number of donations i think you see an amazing turnout with him with the democrats with hillary clinton i think you see eh, okay i guess i'll go vote and then I don't, I don't know that that's true. And I think Republicans hate her way more than they hate Bernie Sanders.
1: I don't think now, now they, they don't hate him right now because they're focused on Hillary. If Hillary goes out of the picture and suddenly they got to focus on Bernie. I, 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 I mean, I can just see all of the ads from all the super PACs. They're just going to put that. I'm a socialist line on repeat.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I guess if they just start stressing that over and over and over again. You know, it's funny. No the uh, He he calls himself a socialist. The Economist had an article basically outlining that he's not a socialist. He's more of a social democrat. <laughs> I guess they're comparing him to Germany's social democrat party. Um, anyway, sorry. Continue.
1: No, that's, I mean, I don't know. Neither fair, here nor but, there. I mean, I, these are all interesting hypotheticals, that I. I but I, I just don't know. I mean, there's no way to know, you know how 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 the turnout's going to be, you know, um, and I I just I I worry, I wonder about sticking basically pitting your hopes on stoners eighteen to twenty two, and I I don't know that wow. that's the kind of thing that, that was.
0: That was quite an insulting comment towards the Well, they've annoyed the movement. hell out of me.
1: I'm sorry. Why they are have, the millennials they, annoying the hell out of you? Because of the way that they're attacking her. Oh, uh, okay. They are okay. going after okay. her with this stuff that, I'm sorry, the woman doesn't deserve it. Yeah. She doesn't. And that's it. And these people are the same ones that run around. You know what? The hell with it. We're going right into WTF right now. My WTF moment goes to everyone who is, under 25 and over 18 and pushing bernie sanders and just beating to death hillary clinton you are no better no better than fox news any of you period because all you're doing is proving that that there there are just as many crazy people in the democratic in the democratic party as there are in the republican party for the last 8 years those people liberals have been able to take the higher ground because we were the ones that were trying to get things done but now, all of a sudden, you've just blown it out the window with all of this Bernie Bro bullshit and this this. What about your emails, Hillary? And what about you know what about your speeches to Goldman Sachs and Wall Street? Nah, 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 nah. Shut up now, because you're just erasing everything that we've tried to stand up for for the last eight years, and now and and just. It's almost like you just want, you're looking at Ted Cruz going, dude, that guy, he's got a great idea. We got to get us a progressive one of them. Well, you got him. But lay off this woman who's actually worked extraordinarily hard. Now, is she a perfect person? No. Is she a politician? Yeah, damn right. But that doesn't mean that she hasn't busted her butt trying to get things done the last few years and she deserves your respect. So back off.
0: And I'm done. Nice. Hey, no, I, I... I, Wow, all right. That was intense. I, I mean, I guess I agree. Like, I'm pretty... Uh, just annoyed with them as well. I guess maybe not quite to your level, but yeah, I, I think that Clinton... <laughs> I mean, it's not my so, party. It's not my party. <laughs> I, so I guess I care less. But, like, yeah, <laughs> I, I think Clinton gets a lot more flack than she deserves. Uh, it doesn't surprise me from my party because, you know, it's the opposition and we give Barack Obama way more flack than to, we give everybody more flack than they deserve, uh, except maybe Donald Trump. Uh, so, <laughs> it, yeah. But I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry that, sorry everyone's, I'm sorry they're making you so mad. But I, I generally tend to agree they are. I'm sorry. I have been, I
1: think I've been holding off for the last 48 hours, waiting to unload that one. So since we're doing our WTF moments of the week, what was yours? Uh,
0: man, my, my WTF, you know, funny as it is, I don't think I've ever given Trump a WTF. So I'm going to go ahead and give him a WTF for his whole crew stole the election shtick. Come on, man! Oh lord! Like I mean, even I thought
1: that was crap. Yeah,
0: I, I, yeah, you know what? You got beat. I know you don't like being second place. I know that. I, I guess you know since we were, you were gonna, we were, you were gonna win so much that we would be begging you to lose once, so I guess we could know what it felt like. Um, but yeah, that, that was, that's ridiculous. He, you know, he almost had got an ounce of respect for the, his, his concession speech. Uh, and then he immediately went back to doing what he does. Um, which I mean, generally in the polls seems to work. So maybe, maybe he'll win New Hampshire, but I really hope that the people of New Hampshire call BS and they, he receives another shocking second place finish in New Hampshire.
1: You know what it made me think of? And and I've thought of this several times. uh, So I kind of had to laugh for a private joke about it because I've, I've watched, we've talked a lot about current Trump and his attempts to manipulate the media or to bypass the media in a way Um, act like he's above the media um, uh, or to dodge them. Um, And I've always, I've always, have you seen citizen Kane? No. Okay, so the the main character in Citizen Kane, Charles Foster Kane, is a is a newspaper magnate. He's based on William Randolph Hearst, um, who was sort of the first. Oh wait, you mean like the Citizen Kane? Yeah, the movie Citizen Kane.
0: Oh yeah, like the all time like which other Citizen Kane would I be? I don't know. I thought it was some weird liberal documentary. I I don't know. Yes, I've I have seen the original thing. Absolutely.
1: Well, you know that you know that you know the whole sequence near the end of it where where he's he's running for uh, for governor, um, and he's about to lose, and they they you find out because the, the newspaper guys are standing above the newspapers looking at two different plates for headlines for the newspaper, and one of them says Kane wins, and the other one says Kane loses fraud at polls. <laughs> And and I've I've, I've I, every time I've I've seen Trump and thought of him losing, I've thought of that moment, and then and and then of course at the end <laughs> it kind of came true because that's what he did.
0: Nice, that's pretty awesome. So
1: yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, uh, getting off the election for just a minute, we're going to move on to uh, doing something a little bit differently. One of the things that one of our intentions with uh, a conservative and a liberal walking to a bar uh, is to. Uh, discuss uh, what it is to a certain extent to be moderate in this day and age Um, because we are are living in an age of political polarization. I know that 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 gets said over and over and over again and it's hard to get an idea when you have uh, Bill O'Reilly and Rachel Maddow screaming at you out of your uh, right and left ears to know where the middle ground is and what it is to be able to have conversations with people that don't like to shout about things, um, but uh, do feel very strongly about their views or uh, what it is to agree with one side about some things and then with the other side about others. Um, and so we're gonna talk a little bit about conservatism here uh, from Tim's from Tim's point of view just based on uh, what his experiences as a moderate have been in part because I have some questions. I noticed some things uh, that were being discussed during the democratic debate last night that I haven't heard much out of the Republicans on. uh, But I know that these are things that people on the extreme, right? Like the Koch brothers, uh, want done. And I'm, I'm interested to hear what, what, what the other, what a more moderate, uh, standpoint would be. We want to talk about that with you. So, Uh, that's what we're gonna do for the next few minutes. Uh, Tim, one of the things that I noticed discussed a lot last night was the uh, issue of privatizing the VA, uh, which is is being pushed by a super PAC that's run by the Koch brothers. uh, And also the idea of privatizing social security uh, that came up several years ago under President Bush. Um, Sometimes to me it sounds as though the Republicans and conservatives dislike the government. They don't trust it. Uh, so their answer is to put their trust in the private sector and in corporations. And as a liberal, I may not necessarily trust the government, but I really don't trust corporations at all. So where are you on all this?
0: Well, um, the point, the thing is, it's not a matter of like, put your trust in corporations because the corporations care. That, that's not our point. Our point is that we, we put our trust in individuals. And we want to give those individuals a choice. That's what we're trusting. We're trusting the people's ability to choose. And if the people have the ability to choose where they're going to go and what they're going to do, the market is going to adjust in order to try to attract those people. That's the point, right? So when we talk about privatizing Social Security, privatizing uh, uh, healthcare, privatizing uh, schools, right? This goes to school choice, privatizing the VA. That—that's the idea. If we give people choice, then this is going to allow for the market to make the necessary adjustments. Whereas, if you put it all in the government, then this invites overregulation. This invites cronyism. That's one of the biggest things, right? Uh, and that's what we saw with the VA. Uh, the, this, you know, this was what happens in public school systems, right? This is the major issue where the teachers unions now have so much power that we can't, we can't do anything when there is the unfortunate you know, teacher who is, who is not any good at her job. But we, we can't do anything about it because the teachers' unions are so strong and everything's based on seniority rather than on merit. And the parents can't do anything because, hey, sorry, you got to go to the school where you're, where, you, where you're assigned. That's it. You know? Well, you I'm rich. Okay, well, you're rich, you can go to a private school, but poor people, no, sorry, you're screwed. You got to go to that school. So that's, 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 that's the big thing here. It's not that we're trusting a corporation it's that we're trusting people's ability to choose.
1: But doesn't it lead to that? Because, because I would, I would come back with, doesn't it lead to effectively trusting corporations? Because uh, again, five conservatives voted to basically open up corporations as individuals, uh, at least in the eyes of election law. Um, that a corporation is an individual. So when you say put your trust in individuals, we do, but that does mean put your trust in corporations based on that definition, at least. Uh, what? Because no, I, I don't think well, that's I mean, accurate. That's, that, well, but that was that was what that was that was that was the crux at the heart of the Citizens United ruling, which is that you cannot restrict speech of individuals. A corporate is a corporation. Uh, money is speech you cannot restrict speech of individuals you cannot restrict speech of of corporations and since money is speech you can't restrict it in any way shape or form they equated a corporation with an individual
0: right well that's something that's been established for over a century like corporate that's how we define a corporation but i i don't i don't i disagree with the connection that you're trying to make somehow to to citizen united this this is This is not connected to what you you asked me about you asked me about privatization. Why do we do that? Because we believe that if individuals have the ability to choose corporations which want to make money will therefore do whatever is necessary in order to attract the individuals
1: or they'll do whatever they have to do to make money and the hell with the individual
0: in order to make money, they have to attract the individual. So, are they going to try to get away with whatever they can? Of course, they are. But you know what? Government is too. But if the people have options, then they can force the corporations to do what they need, what they're wanting, right? This is what happened. Look at, look at, look at the drug issues, right? This is this is the exact same. This is this. It's like that. If there is only one of the drug, right, then that corporation can charge whatever they want, and it becomes a major issue. Right? If there's multiple generics, then it's cheaper. And it's it's the it's the same the same ideology here, right? If there's only one choice, the government whatever, the government VA, then they can do whatever they want and there's nothing you can do about it. And that's what happened. That's what we saw. But if you add choice into the matter to where veterans can go wherever they want
1: to, done. But Corporations find ways to take choice out of the matter because they continually purchase up as many companies as they can to specifically so they can limit choice. Well, and this is why we have so, antitrust laws. Uh, I mean, well, but but you have but you have constant attempting to break the antitrust laws and to deregulate everything which was pushed by. In the last, at least in the last 10 years, has been pushed by Republicans with too many regulations. That's what they're constantly saying. We
0: agree with too many regulations, but no no one is saying
1: that, therefore,
0: the Republicans are one of the— I mean, that's one of the things that we're saying in all of our debates, is that those banks were too big. We're saying the exact same thing that Bernie Sanders is saying, that the banks were allowed to get too big again. And that's what Dodd-Frank did, was it just made the banks bigger, It just made this happen. I don't necessarily agree with that, but we're saying that exact same thing that these companies have gotten too big. We're saying that.
1: But I don't see where they would, but how does that jive with with all of the deregulation talk where there can't be any rules?
0: We're not saying there can't be any rules. We're saying there's too many. Even Hillary Clinton, you know, I'll go ahead and give my round of applause. You know, she talked about the need for, for a top to bottom review of government regulations that doesn't mean a free-for-all that just means that maybe we've gotten a little bit excessive and we need to scale it back a little that doesn't mean that we want to turn the world over to one giant uh one giant corporation starbucks owns everything no because that gets rid of the, the whole point of privatization which is to allow choice
1: but they, but without anybody there acting as a as a check to that system which there is not look at you, you we're, you we're not up, saying uh, no one to provide a up, check you brought, I, you I brought up pharma we don't we're not saying drug, that you brought up the drug companies you have companies that have constantly found a way around the generic laws so that they are the only choice and then they could for example this pharma bro dude who is just one of the worst people i think i've ever seen in my life uh, who is running Turing, uh, I think it's Turing, uh, used basically to. was able to, used to, uh, because he's hopefully going to jail, uh, but was able to take the price of a drug that wasn't $1.13 and raise it up to, like, what, $7,500 a dose uh-huh. or something insane? Uh-huh. So that, uh, and uh, not that we necessarily need to talk about it, but Viagra, the Pfizer, the company that marketed Viagra, Uh, was able to find a way around patent laws to allow them to keep Viagra from going generic. It's going to be like 2030 before, not that Viagra needs to necessarily be generic, but Hmm, hmm, that's hmm. the point, is that this can be done Mm -hmm. and that's what these people are constantly trying to find ways around to do and Mm -hmm. every time the government tries to step in and say, you know what, this is not we have to step in and do something, there's almost always a Republican there going, no we can't do that, that's Communism.
0: I, I don't know. I, I just I don't agree with that statement. I, I think yeah. Sometimes there are there is need for regulation, right? But and in the same way that you can say there's always a Republican jumping in and saying that the government. Well, we turn around and we say, well, there's always a Democrat jumping in and saying the government's got to fix this. Oh God, if people making money off of fantasy football, the government's got to jump in. Ease up, government. Breathe. Like because when, because then. It creates the situation where, yeah, you get paranoid Republicans because the government's always wanted to jump in. So then you get paranoid Republicans who are who are trying to stop things that when maybe the
1: government should should
0: breathe a little bit um, should jump in.
1: And I'll give you it is a very typical Democrat response. And because I, I it drives me nuts, too, because and that's one of my problems that I see with Bernie is that that the government is not a catch all. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't need to try to fix everything. And when I hear Bernie Sanders talk very often, it sounds to me like he like, because that is, that is the first response that that Democrats Mm -hmm. have in every case. Mm -hmm. Their first response is to say the government's got to fix it. Well, no, not always. Mm -hmm. But the Republicans first response to me is always, well, a government can't fix it. We got to abolish that department. Look what they're doing.
0: Uh, I mean, I guess I can see where sometimes it might seem that way with Republicans. You know, I, I think in general that's a response to the, uh, you know, the overreach of government and the overreach of the, of Democrats. But, you know, I'm obviously prejudiced, so may, may, maybe that's incorrect. But you see what Repo- – what, I mean, look at – you brought up the privatization of Social Security, Right. So what we've tried to put forth is exactly what's been done in other countries. It was done in Chile with phenomenal success, right? That, okay, we're going to give you a choice. You can put your money into Social Security or you can put your money into this, uh, basically a market fund type thing, right? Like an IRA or 401, like that sort of thing, okay? Now, the government is going to guarantee you If you put your money in this market thing, we'll guarantee you the amount of money that you would have made off Social Security. We'll guarantee that one. Okay? And we're just going to give you a choice. And what do the Democrats do? Oh, my God. They're going to take away your Social Security. They're going to end everything. Oh, my. We, We guaranteed the exact same amount. And we said you could pick to whichever one you want
1: if that's a plan that's put forward as, as like, it's been a plan that is genuine. Well, uh, then uh, look, I agree. I I think it's fine. I don't have any problem with that. Well, When you talk about
0: privatization of social security, because that's, they use it as like a scare term. They're going to privatize social security. That's all we mean. That's all we mean. And that's what we've put forth. And that's what we've done. It's like, it's like when it's like with the, the Hillary Clinton's a liar thing, you know, you say it enough time, people start to believe it. And it, it's it's beyond frustrating well, for me did, when
1: when was when when was that plan proposed was that under bush that exact plan that you just talked about was that proposed by bush was that his private I,
0: I would i wouldn't be able to know without scurrying through and looking i think it was i think that was bush's plan i think but i i'd, I'd have to like search the web
1: I okay, so I mean, obviously, I think where do I think I've gotten the idea of where you stand on privatizing Social Security? And let's be clear, if that's if that's a plan that's put forward where there is a genuine choice involved, okay, fine. That's you know, uh, I can get behind that. Where do you stand as far as the privatizing of the VA?
0: I would have to do a lot more research into it. Like honestly, this is the first time that I you know the when the when the Democrats brought it up. But my initial reaction to anything along those lines is, oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know like well duh that's what we want to do uh because you know what you've got right now is you know they, they don't have enough beds they don't have enough this the wait lines are horrible blah, 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 blah. well then empower the vets to go wherever they want to go uh and you basically just give them a, a tax credit a, a tax voucher right uh, well,
1: and I don't really understand why that's not the case, anyway. I mean, shouldn't the case just be that the government? I mean, the, go they, in they started and,
0: yeah. it in 2014, right? They basically did that with the choice program. It's called the Veterans Choice Program, okay? And it was passed in 2014. And now McCain, I, I hate, I hate, I hate what happened with him. I love him. He he does so many good things. Now McCain has put forth. Basically, a streamlining and continuation of that choice program is what McCain has done. Um,
1: well, and isn't Sanders on that committee too? I mean, he kept talking about it.
0: He he was. I don't know if he currently is. I'm not sure.
1: So I, I mean, so my my point, what I was what I was getting ready to say is that why why is that not done anyway? I mean, you go in, you work for the government, right? So you get government health care, which supposedly is really good. You go in the army, you go in, you get government healthcare, and it's just guaranteed for life. It doesn't matter. You've, you came in, you worked in the army, we're going to pay for your health care. But it's a healthcare plan, just like any other healthcare plan. You can go wherever you want. Apparently not. Apparently,
0: there's a lot of, you have to go to the VA. That's what it's been. You had to go to an actual VA, I, I guess. Is is that actually
1: because that's stupid. I mean, why it is stupid? I mean, I, you know, I mean, if they agree, I I don't know (laughs) because I mean, I thought the the whole point of the Veterans Administration was not to be the one stop shop for all, you know, army uh, members of the military for medical care. I thought the point was to be a hospital that specialized in the care of veterans so that they can better deal with the problems that veterans face. I mean, for dad. Example, dad worked
0: State. at the VA. It was the veterans' oh, hospital. Know, yeah, it was a separate hospital for veterans. I mean, it's not like other well, people could go there.
1: Uh, uh, no, I know. And I'm I'm not saying that it's not like other people can't go there. What I'm saying is, is that if why is it? I I don't know. Apparently, I need to do some more research on this because the idea that if you want to have hospitals that the government runs that specialize in treating veterans and veterans are allowed to go there without having to worry about paying for anything they can just roll in the door and show their ID and say you know what i'm a veteran and that va is going to be like all right let's go what do you need that makes perfect sense to me but then at the same time why don't we just why don't they just have health care that if they don't want to go to a va and they want to go to their own doctor what what's wrong with that
0: Preaching to the choir here, bro.
1: (laughs) Do they not? I mean, is but is that the same privatization that they're talking about? Or are they talking about handing over the operation of VA hospitals to companies like Vidant?
0: No, 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 no. All they're talking about, this is the same thing that um, this is what Democrats do. No, that's not what they're talking about. All no, they're no, talking no, 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 no. They didn't say that. That's what they did. They were talking choice. about.
1: They just used that term, privatization of the VA. That's all they said. Exactly. They didn't say they we're going to hand it, it over to a, whatever. As a scare,
0: privatization. Bump, bump, bump. I'm not scared. That's that's I'm asking do. questions. That's the way they say. It. It's the same way we use the word socialist. He's a socialist. Bum, bump, bump. And it, they do the same thing with privatization. <laughs> And to make you think that suddenly this big fat cat corporate guy, when all they're doing is talking about adding choice with with the VA thing, you can go to the VA, great. But hey, if they don't have room, now you can go somewhere else. Bob's your uncle, right? It's the same thing with these uh, the Medicare Advantage plans. You know, you talked about Rubio. What is this? Word? This is one of the things that he he pushes and he wants, and it's these plans. They're they're they're, they're just healthcare companies, right? that do Medicare. So you still have Medicare. The government still pays for it. You know, this is nothing changes there really, but it's just run by private company and the government pays those companies, you know, just so that there's choice. Right.
1: Yeah, That's it. I, I, I just think that it, like, I, I think that being, having been in the military coming out of the military and then having to go to a doctor I don't care if it's to get your toenails clipped or, or or to have open heart surgery. I I feel like it should be sort of like you know that you remember that scene in Firefly where where they needed to get the the shepherd looked at because he got shot mm-hmm. and they looked at and they looked at that identify that ID card of his and 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 they said get this man to a hospital right now and put him in surgery. I feel like anybody who's ever been in the military should be able to walk into any hospital in the country or any doctor's office and show it to them. And they like immediately go to the front of the line. And then they just send the bill to the government.
0: Agreed. Like I do that's the way I think. Yeah. I and, and I don't understand why be any this bullshit. is hard. There shouldn't be I don't understand why I'll tell you why this is hard because the because for the longest time it was left completely in the hands of the government and when the government alone controls something, it leads to cronyism and not making decisions and effing things up. I mean, this is why you know you look at social security, right? I mean, we've talked about this multiple times now. Social Security is in a bind because the government kept stealing money from the fund. That's why it's in a bind. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. now and what and so the Republican response is, hey, we need to fix the system. Whereas the Democrat response is We'll just give us some more money.
1: No, the Republican response during the 2008 election, John McCain's response was "Uh, we can fix social security and then blowing it off when he was asked about it. He didn't actually put forward a plan to fix it. He just blew off the question as though it was this simple thing that he could just do with the waving of a wand after he'd been in the Senate since God was a boy and hadn't actually bothered to do anything about it.
0: I do remember that moment. That was, that was one, one of his finer moments, but in 2016, talking about their different plans and these sorts of things that has been, you know, Clinton wants to raise social security taxes. Sanders wants to raise social security taxes, you know,
1: I'm putting enough into social security as it is. This is is. my response as well. I hope my parents are enjoying it.
0: You know? Yeah. You're welcome. Dad. (laughs) Um, You know, Clinton wants to use social security. She wants to tax investment income for social security. To me, this is awful. Maybe this isn't to you.
1: I'm not entirely sure how that would work, but we're going to have to save that for another day. We really need to move on to read this, not that, move it on and wrap this sucker up for the evening. But uh, we are going to, for anybody listening to this right now, chances are you're part of our our focus group. You're the audience that we're testing all this on. So tonight we're going to test out a new segment. It's called Read This, Not That. Uh, We believe that there are good things out there for you to read that are outstanding. We think there are lots of bad things out there for you to read. This is more about knowing who your sources are and understanding where the people that you're reading are coming from because frankly, they have political agendas too. So it doesn't mean that you have to believe or not believe them, just understand where they're coming from. So uh, we will have a read this, not that moment now. What do you have my friend?
0: Uh, well, my, mine is a Hillary Clinton thing. I'm fascinated by... We are, we talked about all the people talking about Hillary Clinton is a, is a liar. Um, and so I wanted to dive into this. And I'm going to tell you to read uh, PolitiFact's breakdown of all the candidates and the truthfulness of their statements. Uh, because what you'll find is that Hillary Clinton actually is the most truthful, according to PolitiFact, which, I mean, they're. this is a fairly legitimate news organization. This is what they do. Um, and you'll find that Hillary Clinton is the most honest of all of the people running for president right now, according to them. Uh, and do not bother to read the New York Post's uh, Hillary Clinton's Million Little Lies because it's it's right it might as well be written by Brett Bart for how it's it's just kind of propaganda ish, you know. I heard that so I heard that, you know, her cousin said at 31 Flavors last night that Hillary Clinton one time <laughs> like I mean, come on, you know. Uh but if you want to see a, an actual reputable news source taking an honest look at Hillary Clinton and whether or not she lies Go to PolitiFact, and you'll see that looks like other people lie more than she does.
1: I, I, you, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on 31 flavors.
0: Yeah, thanks. I was pretty proud of that.
1: <laughs> that was great. Thank you for throwing in a little Ferris, Ferris Bueller. Um, I got to check out this PolitiFact thing. I hadn't heard. I, I I was not aware of that I because I wouldn't have called that. And let's be clear. At this point, I'm very much... leaning. I'm, I'm pretty sure at this stage that I'm, I'm going to call myself a Hillary Clinton supporter and be done with it. Um, but I, I don't know that I would have said that it was quite that extreme. Um, no, don't get wrong. It's
0: not like everyone else are massive liars, you know, except for Trump, that Trump pretty, pretty massive. Uh, but no, she definitely, she, her percentages are definitely, she's definitely, she's definitely better. It's pretty impressive. Yeah.
1: So interesting. All right. Well, my, uh, my, actually <laughs> a lot of Hillary going around here up in here tonight, but uh, I, my, my read this uh, goes to an article that I saw in Vox uh, media Vox media is, is relatively new. Um, they do have a reputation for being somewhat liberal and yes, they were founded by a guy named Ezra Klein, who used to write for the Washington post. He's also done writing for Salon and a bunch of other places, which are extremely liberal. Uh, Vox, however, was founded under the idea of trying to, uh, be a little bit more self reflective and strictly basing things on the information that is out there as much as possible. I'm not saying they always do that. Uh, but they had an outstanding write-up on uh, Hillary Clinton in the email thing. Uh, If you look up Hillary Clinton Vox email, you'll find it uh, near the top of the list on Google. And it is a very well thought out this is what is going on, this is what she did, this is why it might be a big deal, and this is why it might not be a big deal. If you wanna get just a basic, and also the problem with the, the focus on it is, is the recent declassification of, or, or, or regu- rather, classification of these recent 22, the 22 emails that you've seen uh, thrown up all over the place. Um, and it also points out a lot of the problem with the way that we classify documents. Mm -hmm. um and how much money we spend on classifying documents after the fact and the fact of the matter is is that it's entirely possible that these emails were completely innocuous at the time and then years later at hindsight now we're saying they're classified so there wasn't any way that at the time she had any way of knowing that this was classified information it's not like she was sitting over her blackberry twirling her mustache and, and going let me reveal these cia people and have them killed because they crossed me, mm-hmm. uh, which is the way that you know this is sort of portrayed. Yeah, it really. Unfortunately, is. not just by the right wing media, but by some of the left wing media too. You douchebags. Um, so, but Vox's write up is very it, it's very even handed. I would give you a second one if you want to know some of the things about that have people have tried to bring up about Bill Clinton's past life. They also had a uh, an interesting write up about this woman who says that she. Uh, raped him, or that, uh, that he raped her, rather, wow, that was terrible, um, in the late 70s. Uh, so if you look up Bill Clinton's sex scandal in Vox as well, uh, you'll find a very long, very interesting, and very revealing write-up of the entire thing. Uh, my Not That Moment actually goes out to an entire group of websites. It's called Business Insider. A lot of us, myself included, on occasion, use Yahoo as sort of a catch-all for News Uh, and they have a couple of websites, among them the Business Insider and Motley Fool, that are basically clickbait, and all of their articles are crap. Don't read them. At least don't believe them, because how can a just the bottom line is is that they the you have something that's referred to as Business Insider, and yet they cover everything from the Kardashians to Hillary Clinton to whether or not Jon Snow is going to still be dead on Game of Thrones. So it's a little difficult to really cover all of these efficiently Uh, And so when you see something that says Hillary Clinton ate a baby live on stage And it's written by Business Insider. It's probably not true Um, Even though it's in really big letters, so uh, Or Ted Cruz swallowed his mother whole in front of uh, you know while at a rally again It's it's if a business insider wrote it. I I, probably not true. So uh, Read the Vox stuff don't read anything from Business Insider as far as I'm concerned. Uh, we have uh, gone... Uh, why,
0: why did, why did go you say, include Motley Fool in that one? Because
1: they're the same way. <laughs> huh.
0: I, I wouldn't have labeled Motley Fool that way.
1: Really? No. Uh, they cover all the same stuff, yeah. Um, I mean, they may have some good financial articles every now and then. I don't really pay that much attention to them anymore just based on watching the way that their articles have gotten spread out over the last little bit. Examiner is another one of those things. Just about anybody can go in and write for the Examiner. It's not or not the Examiner, examiner.com. I don't even know if they're still around as much as they used to be, but uh, Yahoo is doing this great thing where they're not really telling you where articles are coming from. You just click on it and it pops up and you really have to look to see who wrote it. So uh, they're doing quite a bit of chicanery with their website design that's making it a bit deceptive. Uh, these days, uh, it's a little bit crazy making cause you can't really know what you're reading, which is really the point of all this. No, just know what you're reading. That's yes. It. There's nothing, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing. Uh, so anyhow, uh, we are, what have you read from Motley Fool that you liked?
0: Uh, I mean, a, a number of articles really, and basically and just their whole thing, you know, to educate, amuse and enrich, um, you know, yeah, I've I've, I've generally amused. Immu- Did you read that from a pamphlet? I, that that's their slogan. I'm sorry, like I'm not like I. Oh, is it okay? I, I read. I you made
1: that up off the top of your head.
0: I mean, I don't read them all the time, but I mean, they're I I've generally liked them. They they actually have generally tend to be sort of aligned uh, with the Economist. Um, you know, so yeah, I mean this. well then
1: they must be good right well in
0: my opinion yes (laughs) um yeah so okay fair enough
1: well (laughs) we are way over time yet again uh we were doing so good about 20 minutes ago
0: (laughs) i know well we just have so much fun so what are you gonna do
1: we do uh, so uh, closing thoughts tonight, again, as usual, please, 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 please go register to vote. Um, but on just on, 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 on a more personal note, there is so much and, and the Democrats are getting into it now and it's unfortunate. And of course, the Republicans until they get, you know, narrow the field down from 84 to, you know, one or two uh, challengers to Trump. Uh, there's so much ideology going on, along right now. Just please make your own decisions don't vote based on a party line don't vote based on on a movement based make your own decision don't do anything based on what this idea this ideology or that ideology tells you do the research do the homework and make decisions for yourselves please 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 that's all i got
0: i i just want i want to highlight the, the do your homework part it can be really tempting to you know base our decisions on the headlines we see on yahoo but there's always more to the story, whether it's Marco Rubio or Hillary Clinton. Uh, the news, the newspapers are always going to focus on whatever they think will get people to read, uh, read their articles. So please dig a little deeper, look through what the candidates have said, and, and go go to their websites, read what they th- what you know what they say on the issues in their own words. Um, yeah. Please, please, please do, do the homework and don't believe everything that you're told.
1: Absolutely. And come back next week because we're going to talk about New Hampshire and whatever else fun happens over the next seven days. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great night.